Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Austin Scott, and welcome to another episode of Untold Gold, a podcast from the State Press where we will be sharing the stories of ASU's finest athletes for weeks to come. Today, we are lucky to have an amazing athlete joining us to tell his journey about how he fell in love with basketball and how he jumped across the coast from Providence, Rhode Island to Tempe, Arizona. ASU men's basketball graduate student forward Kamani Lawrence is returning for his fifth season as a Sun Devil and is looking to build off a career year in the 2020-2021 season where he averaged 8.1 points per game and a career-high five rebounds per game. He also joined a historic club, having 20 points and 20 rebounds in a game back in February of this year. Kamani, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for taking the time out of your day, and how's everything been going for you, man? Oh, pretty good. All right, for sure, man. So let's just kind of start off with this. I like to ask really any athlete this. Just kind of growing up as a kid, what other sports did you play? Was it just basketball? Did you play like football, baseball, like hockey? I don't even know, soccer maybe? Uh, actually, growing up, my first sport was football. I always wanted to go to the NFL. Instead of like playing basketball on the court, me and my friends always just be playing football in random yards or random fields. So growing up, football was my main sport. What was your uh, go-to position? Uh, I mean, I feel like everybody wants to be quarterback or something. Okay. I, either, I want to be a quarterback, running back. I want to be one of the guys that really get the ball a lot. But uh, once I started playing for real, I played a little bit of everything. I was tight end. I played a year at quarterback. Uh, some of my favorite positions was on defense, so uh, I think DN. Okay. Uh, well, who, who's your favorite football team? Patriots. Patriots? You know, okay. England, uh, yeah, Patriots. For sure. Um, so when did that football journey sort of end? Because, I mean, at first you just started playing, you know, with your boys, mm-hmm. and then you kind of moved on and actually started playing. So when did that football journey kind of end? My last year of football was, was freshman year in high school. After that, I started taking basketball a lot more serious. You know, I started growing a little bit more, getting a lot better. Uh, so, yeah, after my freshman year, I stopped, and, and basketball really took off. Yeah, for sure. So when did that basketball journey kind of start? Did you also play basketball as a kid, or did it take a while for you to actually pick up basketball? No, I started I started playing basketball. I started playing basketball when I was young. Uh, I probably started playing organized basketball when I was, like, 9, uh, nine 10. I didn't really like it that much. You know, I wasn't really good. As time went on, you know, I started getting a little bit better. I actually quit when I was in, like, seventh grade, sixth, seventh grade. I quit playing AAU. I didn't really like it. I just wanted to focus on football. Okay. Then I started growing a lot more, and then, you know, I started getting really good. And then, you know, from there, it was history. So when you stopped playing with AAU, did you kind of play on your own? Like, you you just kind of told me that you started getting really good. Mm-hmm. How was that journey? Were you kind of playing independently, or were there other, like, small independent leagues you were playing for? To uh, I just started playing with my friends, you know. Like, that's, <laughs> that's really it. I was just playing, like, uh, at the courts and, and stuff like that, just pick up. Uh, I feel like that's where you really learn how to play, like, instincts and, and toughness and stuff like that. So, you know, it worked out. Yeah, no, for sure. That's awesome to hear. And then... I know you were born in Rhode Island, Providence. Uh, it's a pretty small state, probably not a lot of buzz. I mean, I've never been there personally, but just talk about uh, that experience, you know, being born in Rhode Island and, you know, kind of starting your journey out there and obviously what kind of transition, you know, you got a lot of media, you got a lot of looks here, you know, in Phoenix, big sports town, but, you know, kind of starting in Providence, how, how was that experience with, you know, not a lot of marketing necessarily? Growing up in Providence, it was, it was hard, you know, there wasn't a lot of, a lot of guys to look up to that wanted to do the things I wanted to, like sports and stuff like that. There wasn't, 
you know, there wasn't a lot of guys really making it to the pros um, or even going to play D Division One basketball. You know, uh, it's came a long way from then from now. Like, but back then, you know, there wasn't nobody to look up to. There was like, uh, there was one guy, Ricardo Lido, Ricky D. Um, he was like the only guy to look up to. But when I was young, he was still young too. He was still like in high school. So, but. I really looked up to guys like like Kobe and stuff like that. You know, he's the reason I even started liking basketball. Nice. And so just kind of playing football for a while, would you say once you started to transition and know that basketball was your calling, did playing football all those years sort of help you with the physicality and just sort of maybe being ahead of other people in your age range, being able to, you know, take hits, hard foul, stuff like that? Did playing football help with basketball at all? Yeah, definitely, definitely did. You know, I was used to playing football in the yard with no equipment tackling. <laughs> Me and my friends tackling each other as hard as we can. You know, so it definitely, definitely translated to basketball and just like the toughness and being able to take a hit and stuff like that. You know, it, it, it taught me a lot about like just grit and just getting back up and going again. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So kind of going throughout high school and starting to pursue basketball in a, a, a smaller market, how are you able to kind of go throughout those years and sort of build your own brand to get those colleges to look at you? How was that process in terms of, you know, getting recruited and putting your name out there? Did you kind of have to do that yourself? Did you have any um, high school coaches, parents, whoever it was that kind of helped you with that? Well, my, my AAU coach, he played a big role in my success in basketball and just putting me in front of the right people to showcase my talents. Uh, his name's Todd. I played for Expressions and it was an AAU team based out of Boston. So Boston had a lot more publicity and a lot more guys going to the pros and stuff like that than Rhode Island. And Boston's not too far from Rhode Island. So I went out there, started playing AAU out there. And from there I went to, uh, I went to prep school. And so from there, that's where I really got to uh, play in front of coaches and, and scouts that, that knew a lot more about basketball and I got my name out there. Yeah, for sure. And just kind of looking through some of your stuff, you know, once you were starting to be interested in getting recruited by colleges, I mean, you had a lot of colleges looking at you. I know you had the Florida Gators, the USC Trojans, like you had a lot of colleges that showed some interest in you. And then you eventually chose to go to Arizona State, of course. Kind of talk about that decision process and how you came down to that decision. Was that a personal decision? Did you have a conversation with maybe your family, your AAU coach? Mm -hmm. How did that process go down? Well, um, it was a personal decision. You know, my family and my coach, they were really good about letting me make my own decision and not trying to tell me where they want me to go and stuff like that. I, I wanted to go somewhere where I was wanted and where I was needed, you know. And at the time, ASU, uh, it was Hurley's, one of Hurley's few, first few years. And uh, by the looks of the roster, I think they had like, Cody Justice playing the four. So I'm like, man, they can use me, you know, they can they can use me and they, they need a guy at my position. So that that really affected my decision the most, impacted it the most. And I, I really liked Hurley as a coach. Um, at the time, Rashawn Bruno was the assistant coach and me and him had a really good relationship. He was doing most of the recruiting. And, uh, you know, they embraced me here. So but it worked out. So not only was it the people here that made you feel welcomed, but you also kind of saw that opportunity where you maybe saw that this team needed a need. And, you know, obviously everybody wants the opportunity to play. And so that makes sense for sure. 
Um, so kind of jumping into your collegiate playing days, obviously you're a graduate student now, so you've been here for a long time. Going into your freshman year, what were your initial expectations for yourself? Just, you know, playing at the collegiate level, jumping across the coast. I mean, coming from Providence, Rhode Island, now, you know, being in Phoenix, you know, Tempe, Arizona. How was that transition for you? I was used to living away from home with stuff. Like, I went to, I was living away from home since like eighth, ninth grade. Okay. So, um, I was used to that. Man, coming to college as a freshman, I thought I was one and done. <laughs> it was over after this year. I'm out of here. But, uh, you know, stayed a little bit longer than I thought I was going to stay. But out of that, I got a, got a degree, and I was able to make some relationships with people here that I have forever. And like I said, it worked out. I went through a couple of injuries. So this COVID year was a, COVID year was a blessing, giving me an extra year to, to come back and play. It's always good to hear athletes that can say COVID was a good thing. And, you know, I'm not saying COVID's a good thing. Don't want to say that. But, you know, it kind of gave you the opportunity to recover and obviously heal right instead of, you know, having to possibly rush your way back or, you know, anything like that. So that's good to hear. Um, so, yeah, like you said, I know your freshman year, you know, the playing time was more minimal. And then, I mean, going into your sophomore year, you were playing 25 minutes a game. So talk about that huge jump in playing time and how you were able to kind of go from somebody who, you know, didn't get a lot of minutes and then next year you were a big role and a big factor on the team. Um, you know, I just worked hard. I worked really hard. And, you know, coming into, coming into college, you think you work hard. Uh, in high school, you think you work hard. And then you come here and then you're like, okay, I wasn't working hard. So then you work hard coming into freshman year. And then after that, you know, you have a freshman year where you're barely playing, and you're like, damn, I thought I worked hard that year. So you're going to be working <laughs> harder. So it's just like a constant, you know, trying to dig deep constantly and trying to, like, find a way to get even better and, and work even harder. And I, I was on, at some point, I was working, like, three, four times a day. Wow. You know, all summer, I was, I, I could have played a full 40-minute game and been fine, you know. So that, that was the approach I took from that point on every year. You know, I always come back in the best shape. Um, I always try to put on a couple pounds of muscle, work on the things that I need to work on. So that even being hurt that freshman year helped me a lot. Yeah, definitely. And so kind of jumping into your junior and senior year, obviously now you're an upperclassman. You've had the chance to, you know, work on your skills and work with the players and the coaches. And you're not the new guy anymore. You're, you're one of the veterans on the team. So just these last two to three years, how has it been sort of now being a veteran on the team knowing your way around and just kind of instead of being that freshman or that new guy kind of transitioning into a veteran slash leadership role for the team it's been it's been it's been fun you know just being able to grow and um you know learn new things learn the game like you know i've been with hurley for a long time so i i know what he he's looking for in a good practice i know what he thinks of good practices i know what he thinks of bad practices so i just uh I just try to be an extension of him to the guys, you know. Um, a lot of the things he's said to me over the years, I, I say to them, you know, when like someone's messing up, I know how to lift them up while still keeping their confidence and stuff like that. So yeah, I've been embracing a role and, and I've been having a lot of fun doing it. And I've still been learning, learning things as, as we go, you know. I still gotta learn to be a better leader, learn how to use my voice a little bit better. So, you know, it, it goes both ways. Yeah, for sure. And who are some guys to look out for this year, whether they're newcomers? I know Marcus Bagley's coming back for an extra year. 
whether it's someone that maybe the media is not putting a lot of spotlight on because they haven't played a game and they're just coming in to their first year, or maybe it's a guy who's been around for a while, who are a couple guys that you've kind of seen in practice or you know, either on or off the court so far that you see making a big impact this year? Uh, there's been a lot of guys that's been making big impacts. Lou, Lou's been really good. Uh, Marion, uh, the transfer, transfer's been really good for us, you know. We all mesh well together, uh, playing really well together. We had some of the freshmen that have been doing well too. Uh, Enoch is a tank, he's huge. Um, Jamiah has been really good. And um, so yeah, like guys like, like, like Jamiah, you know, who has a lot of potential uh, to make a big impact, you know. Uh, sometimes Hurley, Hurley's a little hard on them because he, he sees the potential. So I'm just like there to tell him like, hey, I've been there before. Um, don't take it personal. He just knows how good you can be. Um, don't focus on how he's saying it, focus on the message, you know what I mean? So it's just little things like that, just to keep guys' heads straight, you know, and he's been responding well to it, you know, and he's been, he's grown a lot uh, since he's been here. And same with all the other freshmen, you know, everyone's just been growing a lot, you know, being in the gym together all summer, we didn't have that last year. So everyone's getting to learn each other and getting to compete with each other and getting the guys a lot better. So kind of going into this year, you're a graduate student. Maybe talk about that decision to stay for that fifth year and talk about the expectations for yourself this year in terms of improving your game and the expectations for the team this year. I kind of knew I was going to come back. You know, I had surgery in September last year. And like I've had surgery before. I know how that affects you. So I had a conversation with Hurley to just, you know, if this year doesn't go as planned, um, I want to come back, and he was really excited about that. And he said, of course, I, I always have a place here. So uh, I got some momentum uh, halfway through the season, and I wanted to carry that throughout postseason. But, you know, we had some injuries. Some guys didn't play because uh, they were sick and stuff like that. You know, things didn't uh, go the way we wanted it to go. So I just figured I'd carry that momentum into next year. You know, I got a free year to come back, and I thought I'd take advantage of it. I like the team that Hurley was putting together. I like the, the assistant coaches that he brought brought in. And um, it all just worked out. For sure. And then just expectations for the team this uh-huh. year, you know, just kind of uh, coming back. I got, I got really high expectations for the team this year. You know, we got a bunch of guys that know how to play, that we got guys that played in big games, that perform well in big games, that been to the tournament before. Um, we got assistant coaches that have been to Final Fours, that been to Kentucky. Just you got guys all over the place that bring in, that bring different different pieces and to the puzzle. And like once we put it together, man, I think we're gonna be a really good team. Um, we're really balanced. Uh, Hurley did a good job uh, bringing in some bigs, uh, bringing in some new guards to fill in the sh- uh, shoes of, of, of the past guards that we have. And and then I got the we got the leadership aspect of guys that. You just know what it takes someone to win big games. And then on top of that, everyone has a chip on their shoulder. Everyone has something to prove. You know, Hurley has something to prove. I have something to prove. The, the transfers that come from low majors have something to prove. So everyone's just, um, just, you just see everyone has that dog in them every day, like the way we compete. And it's going to be fun to watch. That's awesome. And, you know, everybody's looking forward to the season. And I, everybody's looking forward to seeing you play out there as well this year. Let me just ask you a couple of fun rapid fire questions and then I'll send you your way. On a Friday night, what, what do you do around here for fun? You know, with whether it's your friends or the teammates, whether it's here in Tempe or Phoenix, what's like the go-to spot for some fun? Uh, Friday night, uh, Friday night we usually, 
we're usually just chilling with each other, you know. We, like, we play a lot of video games, you know. Like, it even gets competitive over that, okay. you know. So uh, that's usually what a Friday night's looking like. Just the guys hanging out, playing games together, just chilling. What are your go-to video games? You playing like NBA 2K? You got oh, shooting games? What do you got? I love love uh, Modern Warfare, the Warzone. I love it. Um, and Madden. I play Madden a lot. I don't really play 2K too much. Uh, I play Madden a lot. That's, that's like the okay. uh, like the football dream of me. Uh, you know? Okay, you got like Madden Ultimate Team, or are you just playing uh, online with no, your boys? No, I just be playing online with my boys. You know. Okay, for sure. Keep it casual. All right. Well, who's your uh, who's your favorite NBA player right now, and who's your favorite NBA player of all time? They can be the same. I know you talked about Kobe uh, earlier. So all time, definitely Kobe. Mm-hmm. Right now, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. He's playing the league. All right, for sure. Is Kevin Durant maybe, I know you're a tall guy yourself, he's someone you try and maybe model your game after a little bit? Or is there um, someone in the NBA that you try and kind of look at to model your game after? Oh, uh, yeah, Kevin Durant, definitely. Uh, I feel like, you know, if you can model your game after Kevin Durant, you're a pretty good shot. <laughs> uh-huh, pretty good. Uh, so, uh, yeah, him. Um, uh, I like guys like P.J. Tucker, Jermon Green, you know, just guys that just master their role. Um, doing the little things like that, so I try to model my game after them. There you go. Too, you, know? you got a uh, you got a favorite NBA player, or NBA game of all time. You know, watching as a kid or just a, a favorite NBA memory. My my first NBA memory, uh, like what really started got me stuck to like basketball and like Kobe and stuff was uh, I think it was two thousand two thousand nine finals against the uh, the Magic. Uh, Kobe just Kobe went crazy. <laughs> From that point on, I just I just love Kobe. Yeah, really started to like basketball a little bit more. You know what I mean? That's a good memory for sure. All right, one last rapid fire question. I know basketball consumes most of your time and most of your life. You probably mm-hmm. definitely definitely don't have a problem with that. I know you love basketball. You talked about video games, but what would you say is a second hobby that maybe no one really knows about? Second hobby. Maybe even a guilty pleasure, you know, something <laughs> something no one really knows that you like to do something. when you have some free time. Man, free time. Free time, does that even yeah, exist? Like free time, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Man, I don't even know. I like to, uh, since I got to Arizona, I started liking going outdoors a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. going on like hikes and stuff like nice. that. You've been on any hikes, like cool hikes here in the Arizona yeah, area? Yeah, I've been, I mean, like the, the best one I've been is Camelback. But, like to me, that's just like, that's like, crazy you know from where i come from you know nothing like that so i know people out here try to like oh it's just camel back but every time i go there i just be amazed like sending pictures to my friends like yo i'm about to climb up mountain <laughs> <laughs> you know so man i guess you could see the hikes um i like to shop a lot so I, got, I got like i got a shopping problem for sure all right, Kamani. Well, that's kind of all I got for you. I'm going to send you away. Thank you so much for joining me, man. And, you know, I best of luck to you this season and, you know, have some good practices. And I hope, you know, you mesh with, I mean, you talked about meshing with the team. Well, I think it's just going to be a great year for you. You got media back. You got fans back. Kind of have that normalcy back a little bit. So it's going to be great to see. All right. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate it. For more content on ASU men's basketball, Make sure to check out the State Press website to find my profile piece that I wrote on Kamani Lawrence based off this podcast. And while you're at it, check out the Pac-12 Media Day story. State Press sports reporter David Rodish and I wrote from San Francisco and the season preview for men's basketball that State Press reporter Lauren Hertz wrote. For the State Press, I'm Austin Scott, and I hope you all have an incredible day. Peace out.